All right, young dads, all right, if you're a new dad, you're expecting to be a dad, you one day hope to be a dad, this episode's for you because today <laughs> I'm going to share with you five things I wish I knew before I became a dad and also one regret. So we'll see you on the other side. What's my one regret? You got to wait. I didn't know he was doing that. I wrote the whole thing, but he added one regret. You didn't write like, the whole thing because it's five things I wish I knew. I filled in the blanks a little bit. <laughs> I asked you, but I gave her the five things. I and said I was you like, can, you can, you can. Selena's our rundown queen. You can She's our Charles Minor. She's the one that. Uh, yeah. So, it, what's why? Why are we recording this? Because I wish I would have seen this when I was a young, young married Ryan. <laughs> we'll do a mother one next week too. Because maybe I'll share my regret. I guess maybe that's, I'll share my regret now. Okay. Are you ready for this? I regret not having kids sooner. Yeah. I, I think that's that my one it. regret. That was probably our one regret, yeah. Is uh, we waited 10 years. We didn't have our first daughter until we were 10 years married. And uh, I wish I could, I, I wish I could tell young Ryan, don't wait that long. <laughs> yeah. But I also know God is good. He's sovereign. <laughs> yes. And who knows where we'd be if we would have had a, a kid in the mix five years prior or, or you know, eight years prior. God is good. God so is yeah. Good. Um, I hope to give you just some perspective, okay? So, just so you, if you're not aware, um, my name is Ryan. This is my lovely wife, Selena. We are the founders, voices, faces of Fierce Parenting, mm -hmm. of the Fierce Family on YouTube. Also, we have a Fierce Marriage podcast. If you've never checked that out, uh, we've been doing the marriage stuff a lot longer than the parenting stuff. Um, <laughs> married a lot longer. But than namely, we have kids. we have um, we have three daughters, and our oldest is eight, and so uh, we're eight years into this thing. Our youngest soon is, to be nine. Yeah, soon like soon to, to be nine. Yeah. And so if you are newly married and you're wondering, when is the right time to have kids? All right. Did we do an episode on that? Is there ever a right time yes, to have kids? Yes, we've done an episode because a lot of people ask yeah. that question. I'm here to tell you, uh, you, you won't regret it. You won't regret it. And if, if you're anything like me, you might regret waiting a little too long. So let's get into these <laughs> five things I wish I knew before I became a dad. I think you should read them ahead of time and then get into each one. Okay. Because there's okay. just some anticipation. Okay. You had six. Oops. Okay, we'll have oh, to pick man. one out. Okay, the first one is this. It's better than you think. That's the first one. The second one is birth. That's warfare. All right. <laughs> birth is warfare. We'll tell you about that. Uh, this is advice I'll give to any man in any stage of life. And here it is, especially fathers. Work to live. Don't live to work. Mm -hmm. um, the fourth I, I would one. I put that one up with the, the birth is okay, warfare. Okay, the fourth one, I'm going to put it up by the next, the birth is warfare one. It's, it's this. If you thought your wife was mind-blowing before you had kids, just you wait. She's even mind-blowing, more mind-blowing afterward. Um, and then the, I'll, I'll use this as my, as my fifth one. Um, your kids may not show the most affection for you when they're just little potatoes. <laughs> burritos. <laughs> I like burritos. <laughs> like when they're when they're tiny, they just it's, it's just all about mom. Like that is mom well, territory. The first couple months, they will sleep on you and they'll and, like... Right, because they, they're just, they don't know what's happening. But as a young dad, I was like, this kid hates me. Like, she doesn't let <laughs> me feed her. Dad. She doesn't let me hang out with her. <laughs> she just cries when I look at her. So uh, I have some comfort for you there. So let's go back to the first one. Um, <laughs> five things I wish I knew. The first thing I wish I knew was that it's far better than I could have ever imagined yeah. it was. So kind of as you're growing up, you can, in, as you're a young married man, 
you can think and kind of idealize, oh yeah, being a dad someday, that'll be a lot of responsibility. I don't know when we're, if we're ready. I want to make sure that we're financially stable. I think every man wants to make sure that he can take care of his family, especially if you've got a young wife with a young child at home. You don't want to fumble that football. Like you want to, you want to be able to like support your family in that moment. And so a lot of times you'll wait and idealize and wait for that perfect moment. And uh, I'm here to say like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to wait for the perfect moment. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they say on that movie? Being a dad is like jumping on a moving train. You just hang on and try not to die yeah, or something. Was, so yeah. like, it's yeah, really hang not on like and try that. Not to die. <laughs> it's a little bit like that. <laughs> it might be a little bit like that. But man, I'm just, it's far better than I could have imagined. And what's so good about it, uh, I would say just the... The, the seasons prior well, to it, Yeah, it's seeing living life through the eyes of a child Mm -hmm. everything is new everything is everything is uh awe inspiring (laughs) and or incredibly scary (laughs) or yeah or it's just i just feel like it's life on high octane when you have a young one in the mix and then uh yeah and and the things that does for your marriage it's not easy i'm not not gonna say that i'm not gonna say it's easier than i could have ever imagined because it's not easier um but it's far better um so that's the first one um, the second one. Now this, okay. Hear me out, young husband. Okay. Mark my words. Birth. <laughs> birth. The process of birthing a child. It's, it's warfare. Okay. <laughs> it is warfare. It is intense. And man, your wife is a warrior. And she is. She also needs her warrior. Yes. Right there. So participate, advocate, be there. And just remember that you'll have a beautiful baby at the end of it who will capture your heart and life in an inexplicable way. Yes. I think sometimes we forget that in the midst of warfare, what we're fighting for and what actually the end game is. But, but I mean, like, I'm, yeah, it's, I, it's. And if you've never um, been a part of the, if you are a father and you've never, you've never seen this process unfold, most, most dads are typically yeah. as involved as the doctors will allow them to be or as uh, they're as involved as their constitution allows them to be. And we have a friend who at the sight of blood just passes out. (laughs) But he was still there. He was there. there. Just he was, they were also nursing him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He was a liability at that point. Um, But to, but that experience, it's just, it, I I don't know the intensity of it, the blood, um, the, for lack of a better term, just the gore of it. It's, it's, it's not pretty like the movies even try to. Yes show you it's very messy um and so i wish i would have been prepared for that that's that's ominous i wish i would have had just like a hey heads up pal um whatever you saw in the movies forget it uh (laughs) it's not that it's 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 a miraculous thing this isn't to downplay anything about it it's it's a oh my word it's a miracle the fact that this is how human being every human being in the history of the world (laughs) with the the exception of adam and eve (laughs) have entered the world this way And, uh, and that's an utter miracle that we aren't extinct. (laughs) So, because it is a, it is a a process. So anyway, just be ready for that. Uh, but also just gird up your loins, young man, because go to that battle, be there for your wife, be strong for her. Um, and I just, just being there and, and meet her needs, whatever she needs, like just be that need meter, need meter. There it is. Okay. Number three. Um, or do you want, let's jump to number four. Actually, this will be number three. We'll, We'll change them. And it's based on the last one. If you thought your wife was mind blowing before you had kids, just wait and see. Now, the 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 birthing experience is a gateway into this world of seeing your wife for just how 
remarkable of a human being she is. And I'm looking at you, Freddie, three kids in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, there's something that happens. And maybe you can make an argument for this. We're going to do this to Selena next week, by the way. <laughs> um, something happens, I feel like, in the, well, it's, it's obvious, in the heart and mind of a, of a woman after she's had a child, after she's had her first child. Yeah. A switch flips. And all of a sudden, you're not just, uh, you know, a cute pregnant lady. You're a mama bear. <laughs> you're now a mama bear. And there's nothing you wouldn't do to uh, to fulfill your role as mama mm-hmm. in that child's life, whether it's feeding, whether it's protecting, whether it's keeping warm, whether it's taking, you know, taking cleaning, cleaning, <laughs> taking hits to your sleep schedule, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so just seeing you fill in your the that role of mother in the lives of our children has been mind-blowing and I never thought you could get more beautiful than but each day you get more beautiful to me (laughs) because I see different facets of of who you are so young husband soon to be father look forward to that Mm -hmm. your wife is going to blow your mind again and again and again and again (laughs) and you're there to see it happen so encourage her love her support her um, lead her in that and 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 watch as she flourishes and may she flourish under your leadership under your love mm-hmm. all right number four number four it's this one don't work to live excuse me li- work to live don't live to work that's what it was <laughs> let's get that one right <laughs> yes. work to live don't live to work you know when you're without children and you know and it's just the two of you you can you're in a season of production of producing, of, of high productivity. I used to do web development. And uh, do you remember these, these? I had weeks. I used to do web development for publishers. Yeah, you'd go into the cave. And- I, had, I had the code cave. <laughs> it was in our little apartment. And uh, it, it was an extra bedroom, but it turned into our office slash miscellaneous room. And I'd go in there for 12 hours a day. And I, there, was, there were weeks when I was building a website. I'm not kidding. From start to finish, design to fully launched and deployed <laughs> one website a day. So I'd have the design, I'd submit it to our client, they really fast turnarounds, all that kind of stuff. And so I was working 60, 70 hours a week. I was I was I wasn't I was living to work in, in some regard because I was trying to prepare for whatever the next season of well, life was. Well, exactly. I think the key word here is just seasons. Yeah. I mean, if the, it can't always be a live to work season, but there I think are seasons where we are working or we're sewing harder, sure. more diligently in order to prepare and create that foundation um, for hopefully less yeah and work's important work's it's good part and of work it's important Absolutely. and it's good and we are to glorify god and our with, aim is not just pleasure yeah. without work and we are to glorify yeah and and we are called as men um to provide in a very unique way that only men can for their family not just talking financially but mm-hmm. in every aspect providing mm-hmm. for your spiritual nourishment for your bodily nourishment for your financial well-being for yeah. that of our children as well um and so work is good but disordered love is the Hmm. beginning of dysfunction and if i begin to too heavily weigh career or too heavily weigh uh my our financial uh well-being on my own efforts my own fruition my own ingenuity that's a that's a slippery slope it can turn into where all of a sudden now you you're you're not just working to live to sustain your life to sustain your family to glorify god but now you're living for work itself and so I just want to caution you, only you can really pinpoint that, you and your, your wife, husband, young man. You, only you and your helper will be able to see when that mm-hmm. 
balance has shifted and then that's up to you to look to the Lord and look to one another just to, to, to iron that out. So that's, that's the thing I wish I would have known because it took me a few years to figure that out. Seasons come and seasons go. And even now you guys, I have to fight to just, just to blow off work when, when the time hits yeah. and again, seasons are important, but the fight never really stops. At least it hasn't for me. So, um, and the final one, they will love you, <laughs> but it might take a year. <laughs> They'll show their affection to you yes. is what he means because they do love you. And it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So lay that foundation, yeah. or practice, doing all the things that dads do. But yeah, a lot of the, the needs are very physical mm-hmm. when they're that first they're born that first year. And so it's basically all about mom. But dads can serve in very tangible mm-hmm. ways, loving tangible ways, meals, changing diapers, holding the baby, managing other children. It's amazing how too when you had add another child to the mix, how the the earlier child like they kind of divide and conquer. Yep. Like the younger <laughs> one gets mama, the the older one gets dad. Yeah. That's what happened with us anyway. I remember very vividly Selena used to do equestrian photography. She's she'll never brag I about wish it. I she wouldn't talk about this episode. <laughs> Cuz it's so just ugh. She never talks about the the that side of her skill set, but she used to do like Olympic level athletes, all this kind of stuff. It was really cool. We got to be around some pretty cool beasts of burden yes very beautiful <laughs> uh horses if you're wondering what i mean um <laughs> for the lay probably person. not <laughs> for the lay person um we were at a show in sacramento it was uh what was it It was some big thing it was international just a horse show it was yeah. a, okay well it seemed big to me because we were there and i was in charge of our oldest della well we only had one she was like 18 months i think and something. i remember it, there was a night class you had free. yeah there was a night class it's like the biggest class of the whole show and you've got to shoot all the all the horses all the and riders. all these different jumps. So about 30 riders. And it's a long it's deal. Long and uh, you had left me and Della at the hotel room and you went and said, I'll be back, you know, in two hours or whatever, or however long it was supposed to be. And I was supposed to put her down. And this is not something that Della would ever let me do. And uh, <laughs> this particular night, like, I remember her screaming. I mean, I, I feel like the people at the hotel probably thought I was doing, I was like somehow hurting the, our child. But she was just, no, just screaming. I remember I was holding her, I was in like this chair trying to hold her and 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 comfort her and she she's stiff arming me like, no, and screaming and I'm thinking this kid will never love me she's gonna resent me for this all the angry texts coming to me as I'm trying to I'm like focus. texting while I'm like fumbling with get here now like this is this is not working you know and that, and that, that was, was the end of my photography career you'd made that decision not me <laughs> We made that decision. <laughs> we made that decision. It was a good decision. It was good. I regret nothing. <laughs> Same. Um, but uh, that, if if you if you let those moments get you down, yeah, her we're here to you. tell you. We're here to tell you that children have a way of coming around to dad around year two. I oh feel gosh, like kids just go like this. No, so. <laughs> but our third daughter, she has been daddy's girl since day one. That's true. Like she's always wanted to to give me love and to give me kisses and to just be held. She responds and, to you. Yeah. And she's just really unique in that way. But the first two weren't that way. So uh, just if you're heading into it, just kind of maybe expect that it's going to be all about mom for the first season. Um, but it will come back around. Dad's and just, pretty cool. He's pretty novel though. Yeah. yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. And just like and she. And create those special moments. Yeah. I mean, you remember with Della, I remember being like, why don't you give her a bath? Because that was her happiest time. Think of one of their happiest. Okay. When are the kids like, when do they love? And they're just smiley and fun. Bath time. Like dad always got bath time because he would get some special time with her. They would laugh and giggle. Mom would get a little break to just chill or do whatever she needed to do. Um, and then they would get to build that relationship. I yeah. think it was just really important to find yeah. those times that um, the kids were really happy. Yeah. 
yeah so take heart anyway those are five things i wish i would have known uh another thing this will be a bonus one and this is we'll, we'll wrap it up with this mm. i wish someone would have showed me how to do a car seat oh my word <laughs> cars now there are I'm now an youtube now. videos for that okay I, maybe I'll do a video for this specific thing because when you're trying to undo the, the latch on the car seat, like to unclip it or whatever, you had to press the button in the right way. But if the strap is not draped over, it will never loosen. Oh, I got to do a video on that. But I figured that out like a year in and I was kicking myself. But now it's like the ninja trick that I might have to teach to young fathers. Like <laughs> so anyway, if you're if you're watching, this has been a fun episode. We haven't even done any scripture, um, but uh, here's the scripture. Kids are a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> and at that, I can't say blessings, that more wholeheartedly. Yes, blessings take work. They are blessings. And they are blessings to your soul. Yeah. And the, the reason we can look at every trial in our children in the various trials of the children's lives and of the trials of fatherhood, of motherhood, and we can look at those things and count those as blessings because we know it's not all about us. Mm. These kids don't exist just to make us happy. They don't exist just because we want to have a, a life with kids in it. They mm. exist because they were created by God and they exist because they are designed to give him glory. Mm -hmm. And so as parents, you know, our, our whole context is discipling them, loving them because we want to present them as young followers of Jesus, that they might grow up into these disciplers themselves who disciple others and raise their children in the things of God. And all that context gives parenting uh, context, gives us mm -hmm. life. And if you're wanting to tap into that life, wanting to experience what that means, we can tell you it only comes by knowing Christ and knowing what he's done, who he is, what he did for you, how he loves you, and what that means for how you can know God. Um, so if you want to know what it means to become a Christian, we want to invite you to this website that we set up for you. It's thenewsisgood.com. Check that out. We'd love to invite you into the family of God if you're not there already, um, because it's great. From from this uh, from here, the view is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, Selena, you want to pray for us? Sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, God, thank you for the gift that it is to be parents and for the gift of fatherhood. Mm -hmm. I pray that those listening would feel empowered and feel encouraged uh, and ready to live into the role that you've called them as head and father and leader. I pray that they would be without fear, with full confidence, God, that even things that they can't imagine, the blessings and the richness will just outweigh and outshine mm -hmm. um, any of the the fears or uh, anxieties about having kids or maybe just being in that first year of a first kid, first couple of years, Lord, it can be, mm -hmm. it can be a little challenging. And so we just pray for um, your strength to be theirs, God, to remind ourselves that uh, the reason why our children are here for your glory, God, for our good, for our sanctification. We love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Um, if you're watching this and you're expecting a, a child, congratulations. We're here. Uh, we want to celebrate with you. We're here to continue pointing you to Christ in the areas of marriage, parenting, and family. So thank you for watching toward the end. If you want to be a partner with us, this mm -hmm. ministry is largely possible because of our partners. So if that's you, thank you already mm -hmm. for being a partner. If you want to find out what it means to partner with us, we just ask one thing. You pray about it. And if the Lord leads you, go here. Go to fierceparenting.com partner, and you'll find some options there. So that's it for this episode of Fierce Parenting. This episode is in the can. We'll see you again in seven days. Until next time. Stay fierce.